Hey guys, and welcome back from the commercial break. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Madison J Show. As promised, uh, we have a Super Bowl podcast, as we like to call it, uh, to bring in the first show the right way. And I have a whole party going on. Uh, a little bit later, you'll be listening from uh, Swiss Beats, and then you'll get that closing affirmation. But right now, we are in a major segment, one of my favorite segments uh, that Soraya and I started last year called Sisters in Spirit, and it stands for SIS, S, get it, S-I-S. So today, I am joined by two of my Sisters in Spirits. Um, I got to do the funny introduction, the Madison J style, so let me start. Um, the first one, um, we met three years ago, Ellen? I would say three years ago we met. Um, I don't remember how. But we did. And ever since then, like, I was looking a couple of days ago and I saw my, like, my old logo, the old Madison J logo on your step and repeat. And I'm like, wow, we've really been rocking out since, like, sandboxes. But Ellen has been one of the biggest supporters of my brand. Uh, she is phenomenal. Absolutely phenomenal. She has so many businesses that I'm going to let her get into a little bit later. Um, but one of the biggest inspirations that I have in my life, such a great, an amazing crazy astonishing person uh so thank you for being on the madison j show no problem my dear thanks Aww. for having me i love you yes it's been almost three four almost four years now Yo, since we son. first met yeah. it has yep you, it the has. first interview i did with you oh, was in like 2000 and yeah 13 yeah actually yeah three years yeah that that was yep. crazy but we that that's the <laughs> thank you for rocking out with me for a long time we have been through some stuff <laughs> and my next guest drum roll please Ooh. a lot of you jay broyles um we do have some people uh, like krista or toro who have been rocking out from day one um so they are very familiar with the person I'm about to introduce. Uh, she is actually one of the first people that I worked with in radio. Uh, we started from the bottom, now we're here, um, with Gym Bosses. That was actually one of the names of my first shows ever on Clubs on FM. And Maria and I had navigated this industry, and we just we came up with this brand and this entity, and we've been rocking out for a minute, too! So it's been a while, and I thought this would probably be the best way to bring in the new season to have, like, you know, you guys are crazy and amazing. So thank you, Maria, for being here. Oh, thank you. Oh, she's back from Georgia, guys, for good. Uh, yes, and I think my accent became stronger. <laughs> now that you're back up here? Back up here and all confused with my, my accent. <laughs> so how's life been since I'm happy. the beginning? Oh, I'm so happy being back up here, and it's just been a great journey and I'm just living it to the fullest hugs 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 so today's topic okay so what the sister and spirit panel is all about it's about you know girls coming together and that's just talking girl chatting and just giving people information that they need so I have two topics that have really just been uh, in my head a lot lately so I kind of wanted to talk about it with you guys the first one is women in relationships in the business because you both are two powerful strong women who have had experience with dating people is it impossible for women to date in this business let's start with that question you want me to go first <laughs> <laughs> okay i don't think it's impossible to mm -hmm. date in this type of industry or in this i guess area of interest but i think it's smart to make sure that you both are not within the same exact path of work mm -hmm. because 
there can easily be that thin line between we're challenging each other and we're in competition or maybe mm. one person you know has one foot up on the other and something's taken or interpreted the wrong way and it can go from okay we're all work 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 to too much work and play to we're playing too much and now we're breaking up you know so I think it's it's good to kind of I mean it's good to you know encourage and challenge each other and be in this in the, a similar industry but I wouldn't say the same exact like if you're working at um Sirius XM he mm-hmm. shouldn't be working at Sirius XM too you know <laughs> like I just think that that would just be cutting it a little too close too close to a little home too close too that's close right to home. exactly mm. I, Maria what do you how you feel I definitely think that it's possible mm-hmm. but it's very hard to do mm-hmm. you have you both of you have to be very comfortable and confident within yourself mm-hmm. and know who you are if you don't know exactly who you are, there's going to be issues. And there's mm. going to be, like, jealousy, hands down. And you just got to set those lines, set those boundaries, <laughs> and have open communication. So now that we're on the topic of jealousy, when jealousy does occur in the relationship, which, like, let's say you are dating somebody who inspires to be in the entertainment field. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> you're dating someone who inspires and those type of issues do arise how do you how do you navigate the relationship is there any saving the relationship or is it downhill from there well okay I think for me and I kind of apply this to all relationships not just like a male and a female but just in general but it, it really applies to this too I think it takes the both of you like Maria was saying doing some soul searching and really knowing who you are because who you are is your power and no mm-hmm. one is you and that is your power so if that person really believes in their talent and their craft you shouldn't be you know your girlfriend shouldn't be an intimidation factor to you yeah so I think that's something <clears throat> where you guys would really need to sit down and, and talk about it and if that person still really has you know a high level of insecurity then maybe you should revisit you know not being in a relationship because it's not going to be healthy at that point then you're going to feel like you need to dumb yourself down for that person and that's not right and at the same time you know, this person should also be encouraged by you. It shouldn't be in that competition feel. Should be everyone should be each other's cheerleader. Exactly. Yeah. You don't mm-hmm. want one person just to be that one person's cheerleader mm-hmm. and then they're not supporting you mm-hmm. and everything. You gotta be balanced with the, the exactly. support. Exactly. And then you wanna you don't wanna feel like you're being overbearing by like, I'm just great and oh I'm sorry you haven't made it yet, but I'm just gonna continue <laughs> to be great. You know, so it's like you you also don't wanna make that person feel bad at the same time, but you're not gonna change who you are. So it's you would, I would really revisit, uh, reconsider being in that relationship. Mm. Do you guys think that the roles have been reversed? Have men become women? And, and I know this is a little out there, but um, in today's society, like, we have a lot more independent women, um, and we have a lot more men who live off their girlfriends or live off their wives and their fiancés. So in today's society, do you guys think that the roles have been reversed? If the relationship is, if that's the tone of the relationship. Mm-hmm. But I think it all depends on the woman. Oh, I like that. Oh, yes, high five. Yes, honey, talk about it because it start here. Because, Go ahead, girl. Because certain guys like when a girl's independent and she likes the, and he likes the, uh, a very strong girl. Mm-hmm. But the girl has to remind herself that he's a man mm-hmm. and he has to be the man in a relationship in certain things. Mm-hmm. So it's just like having that communication and saying, okay, well, I want to take care of this, but exactly. you're the man. You got to do this for me. Yeah, mm-hmm. that, I think that is so true. Like you have to let a man be a man. 
Um, and, and not just like with the financial, cause that, that, that's where their ego comes into play, but like mentally as well. Like, uh, you have to make them feel like the man. Do you guys think that a lot of women in power who get into relationship, I want to say, I don't want to say abuse, but like that, I think that's the perfect word for it, but abuse their power in the relationship because there's always some type of, uh, I always hear a lot of like, uh, memes or things like that on social media where it's like oh a woman in power she's usually a bitch or Mm -hmm. she uh she can't keep a man because she wants to control him Mm -hmm. how accurate are those statements coming from two professional women Mm -hmm. that's good madison that's good (laughs) that's good so what i've learned is again number one i'm not going to change who i am but number two and i think this is very cultural and Mm -hmm. a lot of it's going to be based on kind of how you're raised and what you're used to and this is where compromise and agreement needs to and conversation needs to happen because we're all still even though we're living in America we also have different cultures and we're raised in different ways so you need to understand what you're comfortable with as a man like you said contributing to a relationship and what you're comfortable as a woman contributing now I'm somebody who's very independent. And mm-hmm. You know, I got like 20 things going yes, on. Yes, honey. Yes. Yeah, and I like and I don't hide myself for anyone. Mm-hmm. But when it comes down to us building a relationship together and, you know, looking towards, you know, marriage and a potential family, now we're going to have that conversation of, okay, well, where do I come in as the, as the female? Where do you come in as the male? Mm-hmm. And I have no problem with having a balance between having domestication and also having my independence. It depends on the woman, like you said, at the end of the day. Um, and communication. I mean, communication is key. If you don't have that communication, you're going to run into exactly what you just said. How about you, Mari? How do you feel about it? I personally think two people have to it's the communication Mm -hmm. if you don't have a strong communication it's not gonna work out like Mm. i'm very strong i'm very independent i'm a leo so Mm -hmm. and an italian so you know it's like double like independence (laughs) we was just talking about how she turned up at work today but we'll leave that alone we'll leave that alone i have a side of me that only select people see (laughs) select old people that are angry (laughs) but I, I need someone who's strong. Yeah. Because there's time where I know where my weakness is, and I want that person to pick me up and take that strength. A woman always wants to feel protected by her man, and I think that's one of the attributes that a lot of men are lacking today. Like, it's not necessarily a financial foundation that women are looking for. Don't get me wrong. We need that as well, but it's so much more than that. We need a spiritual foundation. Like, men are everything that women aren't, and women are everything that men aren't. And... Men are the bronze. Like, I feel like a lot of men, and not just men, but I'm going to say men uh, because that's the topic we're on because there's a lot of women in my, in you know, our age category that, that are kind of, like, lazy as well. But men are extremely lazy nowadays. They don't want to work for anything, and they expect for you to tolerate a lot of things that you shouldn't tolerate in relationships. That's just not okay. Did you like how I dressed that yes, up? Yes. Okay. And you know what? What I was going to say to that is what you put into the, uni- into the universe mm-hmm. is what you're going to get back. And I feel like a lot of men nowadays, they see a lot of women taking so much control. And I'm like, I don't need to do anything. I'm just going to sit back. I'm going to have a sugar mama. She's going to do this for me. She's going to do that. She's going to pay all the bills. She, you know, she's going to go to school, get her education, and I'm going to be good. You know, And not to say that that should hinder us from doing those things, yeah. but I think that some women enable men mm-hmm. because maybe they're at a point of, just uh, like desperation to be in a relationship or to just get married so they're like you know what don't worry you're good I'm going to take care of everything Mm. you know so I think it needs to be made very clear 
hey, listen, I got all this going on, but these are my standards from the door. I'm going to expect you to be able to do this, this, and that for me. As in pay bills and, and take me out to you. eat. Yeah. Exactly. I think it should always be a 50-50% leverage, but like you were saying, like a lot of men don't feel like that. Do you guys find it hard to date men in our age bracket? Do you date older? Do you date younger? What's like, if you don't mind sharing with the Madison J Show, what, what would be like your preference? For me, it's either two years younger or two years older than Why me. is that? I think anything two years younger than me, I can't relate to them. Really? I can't. How old are you? Can I be 27? But I'm two years younger than you. Yeah, but you, you, well, I'm not going to date you. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm just saying, I'm just saying. But like, so if it was three years younger than me, I wouldn't, but two years, yeah. Okay. And two years older, because I I don't need a dad. I have a great dad. (laughs) I don't need a papa. (laughs) I I don't have that papa, like, you know, type of thing. Like, I have a great father who's a great image and what how he treated my mother so like but some i see some of my cousins they date older and i'm just like well you have great fathers too like they treat your mother very nice but why do you date older like maybe i'm just thinking about the textbook stuff that i learned in school by Mm -hmm. girls who usually date older they had daddy issues yeah but thanks for calling me out maria (laughs) (laughs) it's true issues but they date older so they're not the textbook definition so mm. i wonder is it an attraction thing like why mm. do you know what i didn't always date older though mm. and i as i got older i got okay with that gap opening up because my i guess i went from being very superficial with my list of what i wanted in a guy to mm-hmm. these are my basics you know like you gotta you know you gotta have that spirituality that faith you know that belief in god you have to you know, have a good head on your shoulders, be mm-hmm. educated, and you have to have a genuine interest and loyalty to me. Like, those are, like, you know, like, my top three, and then I have everything, you know, some other things that fall into play under that. We won't go into detail. <laughs> you can hit that's my... another show. That's another <laughs> that, show. That's that's in the DM. That's not on here. <laughs> <laughs> but there's, there's a, um, oh, I lost my train of thought now. <laughs> um, daddy issues. Daddy issues. So, yes, but now... As of recently, I've dated as older as 11 years, which Whoa. was scary. I was actually very comfortable at 10, 10. I was like, Did he 10? have gray hair? No. Okay, just curious. And then the 11 Did year. Did he have a cane? No cane. Okay, just go the ahead. The 11 go year, ahead. I was a little shaky about uh-huh. because 10 was like my absolute cap, and I just got comfortable with 10. Then I've dated as young as, young as five years younger, and I just told you guys about what happened with that last night. So. I don't have my tea right now. <laughs> So it really doesn't matter. But which one is which one was better for you, dating older or younger? You know what? I think the now that I see the result of what happened with the younger one, the <laughs> older one for sure, in yeah. my opinion. Because you know what, women we actually mature, and I, I believe there's studies here, and don't quote me on the the exact, but I, we mature quicker than guys, at least by like four years or something like that. Not sure exactly, but it's around there. Um, but we mat- we mature more advanced than them, and that's why a lot I think a lot of women choose to date older. I've dated my age, and what I realized is, and I was in a relationship for seven years. It's like there was no, uh, there was you you, you got to let them grow at a certain age. Guys have to grow, so I think dating older, I don't know, it might be the way to go. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think it, it totally. It's it's a, it's experimental. You have to find out what's comfortable for you. You have to because 
you know, also guys, once they're a lot older, are mm-hmm. a little stuck in their ways. Mm. And then guys that are younger, you might be able to, like, okay, well, I can mold him. But then you have to deal with that immaturity and that, you know. <laughs> Look at shake your head like, no, I'm no. Sorry, if, you're, if you're just turning 20, you're seven years younger than me. No, no, that's me. too young. Yeah. That's, too young. Like, that's like, robbing the cradle. That's he like, got Similac on his breath. Oh, my God. There was this guy over the summer who was very attractive, and he just turned 18, graduated oh. high school, right? And he was, like, very, very attractive. And I was just kind of like just popped out of the wound. Like, I can't do this now. Wait, so what happened with the guy? I was seeing someone, so I, I was being respectful to the to the relationship. Ooh. But it was very tempting. Did I? That, ooh. <laughs> That's another show. That's another show. That's another show. I got a, I got a show. We're going to have a show called, like, The X-Files, Sister and Panel, Revealing the X's, on the, but not saying names for lawsuit purposes. But, yeah, something like that. So, the second half of this, I, I do want to get just dabble a little bit into the next topic. Because in the beginning, you guys remember I said, there's two topics that have been racking my brain. So, here's topic two. We talked about topic one. Um, competition. Competitiveness. And I do want to talk about... Women competing with each other. Um, how do you guys feel about that? Um, and because, well, you know, there's been a lot of women in business. Like, women can't work together. Like, how Tamar Braxton, the thing that happened with The Real, and just throughout history, there's been so many examples of women not being able to work together because of competition or things like that. Do you guys agree with that statement? Well, I'll, I'll make a confession right now. Oh, God. These are my confessions. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm very... I, I tend to get jealous of you. Of Madison. Me? Yes. Da, da, da. But not... And, and, but it's a healthy jealous. Mm-hmm. Not to the point where I'm like, I'm going to ruin our friendship. I'm going to... But it's more like, I admire you, jealous. Type of thing. Can we just say admire? <laughs> but it, but, the, but it's, it's still the jealous feelings, though. Because, you know, I, I'm going to always c- compare myself to other women. That's just human nature and stuff like that. And, you know, I can... I'm is it? Is so that means, human nature? she means that it's, it's motivating. It's like, yeah. oh, wow, she's doing all these things. I need to get my, my life together yeah. type of thing, right? Is that what you're saying? But, honey, you can't get life all the way together. <laughs> you got a lot going on over there. You got a lot going on. And I want to say it, but I'm trying not because I know I'm a media outlet. But, guys, Maria doing her thing. She's doing a lot over there. And she... I got a big mouth. Let's just... Ellen, answer the all question right, before right, I start right, telling right. her what she doing. Before I start telling. You're terrible. But, no, um... <laughs> You're right. I think it's a huge problem that I'm totally against, and mm-hmm. that's, like, been my whole mission, like, since I've come out of all my other personal projects, like, my main mission right now is to change this tone that we have out there of not being able to work together, not being able to support each other. It's like the minute someone sees that you're getting to a level that <laughs> they're not comfortable with anymore, maybe mm-hmm. because that's the level they're at, you know, all of a sudden they don't want to help you. All of a sudden, you know, they're they're pulling back on their resources. All of a sudden, you know, they're not answering <coughs> your phone calls. <laughs> cough, cough, cough. <laughs> it's allergy season, guys. <laughs> That's why I, the jealousy doesn't ruin the friendship. So, and you know, but and my thing is, I've learned in life that I know that I have a place and a purpose in this world, and I know what my piece of the puzzle looks like. Mm-hmm. And I'm so comfortable with that. I, I don't care what it is that I tell you you can never replicate or do what I'm doing because that's my contribution to the world. So I feel like as soon as long as everybody's able to discover and know their purpose and understand that, mm-hmm. there shouldn't be a reason why you wouldn't want to help someone else because you being able to help someone else is, It feels so good. Not only does it feel good, but it's a it, you're doing 
you bringing that person to where they need to be is going to support someone else to get to where they need to be. And then maybe even you down along the line some other way. Because we all come together to complete the puzzle. Yes, we complete Aww. the puzzle. We're a tribe. So if you're if you're going to keep one puzzle from not finding its place or finding its fit, then you're just pushing humanity and society backwards. Ooh. We all need to move forward. Guys, that's a tweetable <laughs> moment. I'm sorry I have these in the show. That is a tweetable moment, hun. Yes. yes. I mean, and it's just like, I just, I, I guess over the past year or so, I've just had this epiphany on what life really should look like. Mm-hmm. And we're totally doing everything ass backwards. It's like you like being like that or being, you know, you posted something, <laughs> something about your, something about somebody's feelings, but it, no, but it was, it's, it's, it, I'm trying to explain it. Wait, I posted something about somebody. No, it was no. It oh, was I, funny. You, I be going off sometimes, so no, I had to was, check. It was like a meme or something that you posted uh-huh. that I think describes this situation very well. And I'm going to try to find it later. But what I'm trying to say is that I think every woman needs to really sit down and do some soul searching. Yes. Do, do a journey, do a spiritual journey, and find out exactly what it is that your contribution is to this world. And once you figure that out, everything that you do, you'll know is bigger than yourself and is beyond you. And you won't have those selfish feelings anymore. To yeah. me, it's just like, once you know that your purpose is to live for other people and not really yourself, you're giving your talents and your abilities and your arts to bless other people. You are, like, we all are blessings to each other.